The following program is produced by Rosado Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla, pleased to be with you today on a very nice, beautiful summer day in Nevada, my favorite state in the country. Why? First of all, I live here. What a wonderful place to be. Second of all, my friends live here. I love them too. I have friends visit me all the time at our office because we help with people that are looking to invest in real estate. Many of our contacts and clients are buying real estate for the first time. And we remind them, when you buy investment real estate, you actually are going into business. So you have to treat your whole operation just like if you were running a business. You have to incorporate. You have to find the right entity. You have to be structured properly so that you can protect yourself, your family, and your assets. If you have questions about protecting your real estate holdings, I suggest that you visit with Sherry Hill from Sage International. Sherry is the wealth protection diva, and she works with real estate investors every day to help them expand and protect their real estate holdings. Want to learn more about Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva? Visit sageintl.com. My name is Peter Padilla, and I'm your host. With me in the studio today, I have outstanding guests talking about real estate and real estate-related activities. With us in the studio from Junk King, Michael Cassidy is with us. Michael? Oh, thank you, Peter. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, my son Brian and I started Junk King Reno in February of this year, and we are in the junk and trash removal business. Mm-hmm. Uh, what sets us apart is that uh, we go out and pick things up for residential, commercial, or government entities, mm-hmm. take it back to our warehouse, anything that we can recycle, uh, we strip it off, keep it in the warehouse, mm-hmm. get it to recyclers, and the remainder we take to the dump. So our whole yeah. goal is to keep as much out of the landfill as we possibly can. And that's awesome. I mean, I, I remember when Earth Day was launched back in the 70s, and since then, every year people are more and more concerned about our ecology and about staying green and getting more green. I see that now in the in the publications and the TV stations. Everybody's talking about that. It's nice to know that you guys are up front working with that as one of your big goals. Doing business is one thing, but when you do business and you're socially conscious at the same time, that's that's quite a thing to accomplish. Yeah, it's, it's a basic part of our franchise agreement, in fact. The, mm-hmm. the headquarters is in San Carlos, California. Mm-hmm. There are 70 branches around the country. And every franchise agreement has a goal of recycling 60% of what we pick up. That's awesome. Family-run operation with us today is your son, Brian Cassidy. Brian, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, Peter. Thank you. I know you're really busy because it's the season, right? Summertime. I mean, that's when people are wanting to clean things up and, and freshen things up. Have you found a good reception since launching the business? Yeah, we started off uh, kind of fast outside the gate and then uh, slowed off a little bit when the uh, children got out in sports, but uh, took mm-hmm. off the last three weeks, and we're just hoping to carry that forward till the end of the summer. And yeah. then uh, we're also looking forward to winter, because if it's going to be a cold winter, then figuring nobody's going to go outside and uh, want to move anything, so that's when they'll call us to come in and take it away from them. Well, winter is when it's ski season, too, and <laughs> yeah. you'd rather be out there playing in the snow than having to work that kind of stuff, I would think in the wintertime. 
What made you think about getting into this particular kind of business, or have you been in this type of business before? Our background is nothing related to what we're in right now. The only thing I would say is the sales aspect part of it. My dad and I were in the insurance employee benefits industry. Mm-hmm. My dad was 35 plus years. I was 14 plus years in the employee benefits industry in Los Angeles. And uh, I moved up here with my wife and son in February 2014. Mm-hmm. And he and I just wanted to do something together. So we looked at, uh, actually my father looked at a bunch of franchises and uh, narrowed it down to Junking. And then we mm-hmm. both looked at the business plan and met with a gentleman over in San Carlos and figured that we can make this a hit. Mm-hmm. And uh most importantly, it's a way for us to, we've embraced this community so much that we figure this is a great way for us to give back to the community because yeah. we can help it keep it clean. Yeah. There's other things we can do with our truck. So there's a lot of great ways we can do than sit. It's just opposed to going and picking up people's stuff. Mm-hmm. We can do other things on the side with our truck and with what we do uh, mm-hmm. for the community. I love the name Junk King. I got to be honest with you, before you opened up the franchise here in Northern Nevada, I really hadn't heard of this company. So it's nice to know there's still a dynasty, you know, still some royalty in America. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, the work that you're in. And I, 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 we visited before, and I want to share with our audience that I have a brother who's in Denver, Colorado, that is in a very similar uh, type of business. He's been in it for over 40 years now, and he's extremely successful. And everywhere he goes, people love him. People love him because where he goes, he takes the stuff that they don't even want to touch many times, right? They just get right. it out. He cleans it up. And he's just been very successful. That's why I'm so excited about your business and what you're doing here in Northern Nevada. I think you have uh, tremendous opportunities. Now, let's talk about the service area that you're working right now. Reno, is there, are you extending beyond Reno at this point? Well, we're really committed to the Reno Sparks area. That's mm-hmm. why we put our, our warehouse literally right behind this studio mm-hmm. um, because the whole operation is to go out and pick up what the people want us to. Yeah. We bring it back to the warehouse, and we sort it out in the warehouse, and then whatever's left we mm-hmm. we take to the landfill or the transfer stations. Mm-hmm. Um, we go down as far as, as uh, Dayton yeah. and uh, Carson City. Uh, we go out as far as Fernley. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so, I mean, that that's the service area that we bought as part of the franchise agreement. Mm-hmm. We can also go up to Incline Village in the Nevada side of the lake. Mm-hmm. The California side of the lake is actually the Junk King franchise that's in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, but by being in, in, in the center of things here in Reno and Sparks, we can, we can really get back to the warehouse quickly, do what we need to do to get out and make the next pickup. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of people that are listening are thinking, well, you know, I have the regular trash pickup that I have every week and I can throw stuff in barrels. So how is it that people would call you and why would they call your company if they had that service already on a regular basis? What would you be able to do for them? Well, we don't compete with waste management or any of the other people that put out trash bins. Um, our whole business model is is to be full service. I mean, you, we we show up, you point to what you want us to take. Mm-hmm. Depending on how much of the truck it fills up, that's the cost. That's how the cost is determined. And then, uh, and then we take it away. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have, on occasion, wanted to help us and tried to help us, and we had to ask them not to, obviously, for, for liability purposes. So, yeah. you know, our, our guys get off the truck, they load the stuff onto the truck, uh, compress it as much as possible, mm-hmm. and, they, and they take it away. Mm-hmm. And then the client is either pays us on the spot, we have the swipe capability, or uh, we'll invoice them and they can pay us later. Well, I do know one thing about the big company that picks up trash. You've got to put it in that container. If it doesn't fit in that container, then you've got to deal with that. I know people that have left large items next to the trash, and they don't pick it up. 
in fact, I don't even think that the drivers of the truck get out of the truck. I mean, they're, they're, their deal is they stay in the truck, they pick up the containers with the, the equipment. And, uh, you know, especially around spring cleanup and in the fall, you know, people just have tons of stuff they got to get rid of. And the last thing we want to see is a mattress on the side of the road or up at Peabine. And that's happened before. So you can do that. You can do those special pickups, right? Yeah, they, um, I mean, really people are calling us exactly for the reasons that the other comp trash haulers in, in town cannot do is the couches, the mattresses and stuff like that. Yeah. I think we get like 20 yellow green tickets or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so you get 20 pickups a year of bulky items. So, um, so, I mean, you get 20 of those, but you can come and have us come pick us up and then mm-hmm. we'll come and haul away from you. Mm-hmm. And mostly times it's not just a single item. We will pick up a single item, but it mm-hmm. will be, you know, we do a lot of clean outs for um, realtors, mm-hmm. uh, doing some stuff with property managers so we can clean their um, apartments out. So mm-hmm. the reason why they call us is they don't want to lift it and they can't. And for uh, the local trash companies, you got to get it out to the curb. Right. We have a lot of elderly and some women and um, some men that, you know, um, aren't able to physically do it. So they got to carry it out to there. And so that's what we come in so we can take it from their house. That's very nice. Very nice. So give us your contact information in case anybody is tuned in and maybe wants to make a call, get a pickup before the weekend. What's the best way to reach you guys? Well, the best way is the, the 888-888-JUNK. That's easy. 5865. That's the, that's the phone number. That goes to a call center in San Carlos uh-huh. for the entire country. Uh, they schedule all of our pickups. Mm-hmm. Uh, they let us know each day what we've got coming up the next day. That's how we determine how many staff members we need to call up and mm-hmm. and have in. And, uh, and if they book online, they get $30 off. You can go to our website at junk-king.com forward slash Reno. And then there you can go on and uh, book an appointment with us online. And then you'll get $30 off that appointment. All right, awesome. I'm going to put all of that information on our website too, nevadarealestateradio.com. That way, if anybody's driving around, they don't have a pencil, they can just go to our website and your contact information will be right there on our landing page. Great. I have more questions for you guys. I'm curious to know about maybe some of the interesting pickups that you've made or you've heard about people that have made and really how you're involved with the local community and the benefits that the community is going to see as your business grows. We'll be back after this message from our advertisers. This is John Sandberg from Wolf Rifkin, Shapiro, Shulman, and Rapkin. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he rides motorcycles, and he's just an all-around fabulous guy. And with us today via telephone is Bo Eckstein, and Bo is talking with us about a great event coming up in San Ramon, California, for real estate investors. It's called the REI Bar Camp. Welcome to the show, Bo. Thanks for having me, Peter. Hey, so you have been communicating with a great friend of ours here at Nevada Real Estate Radio, Sherry Hill, the host of the Sherry Hill Show, about this event coming up. This event is the first of its kind, but these bar camps have been done for other types of businesses, specifically realtors. Basically, bar camps started with the uh, the tech movement. Uh, a bunch of techies decided to, to put together what we call an unconference, which is more of a collaborative way. You know, too many people were sick and tired of going to the boot camps where they're just showing a PowerPoint presentation. This is a co- collaborative meeting where you get to pick your own topics. Mm-hmm. And so we, we do, we, we invite some leaders from the industry. Our event is geared around real estate investing. So we've invited some of the top real estate flippers and apartment investors that we know to come and lead discussions at the REI Park Camp. So what we're going to be talking about, what will be presented 
Well, it's, it should apply, I would think, beyond California, but really across the country. If anybody you know that is visiting or anybody wants to travel from out of state, principles can be used almost anywhere in the country. That's correct. We're going to be talking about entities. We're going to be talking about how to structure deals, private money deals, how to analyze apartment complex, how to analyze new construction, the best ways to put together joint venture deals. So all the topics that I personally and, and my fellow peers want to learn about, that's what we're going to talk about. And we're going to talk with people that are actually funding and, and doing deals in, in different markets, but mostly around the Bay Area, because that's where this first event's going to be held. It seems that the people that get education, that learn about the craft, learn about the business, well, they're inevitably much more successful down the road than if they just start jumping in with a little bit of advice from you know, friends or salespeople or the, the web. I mean, this is a great way to truly be a successful investor, I would imagine, because you get the knowledge from the pros. Yeah, that's right. This is a free event. We actually have sponsorship from several different companies. We have lunch being offered as well. So here's an event that you don't have to pay thousands of dollars to go to. You get to network with like-minded investors, whether you're a newbie or a very seasoned investor. You're going to get belly-to-belly with everybody you'd want to talk to. Maybe they'll be your future joint venture partner on a, on a, on a rehab deal. There's tremendous opportunity. Everybody that comes to these events is in the sharing mode. They'll share with you. Uh, they don't keep anything closed in, so you're going to learn some tips and tricks, and it, it'll be really a really good collaborative event, and I know they're going to get a lot out of it and want to come to the next one. I think this is a great way to separate yourself from the competition, from the pack of other investors maybe that are in your market locally. In fact, I was watching some of your video up on YouTube. You've got a great example of some of the bar camps that have been done in the past for realtors is the one I was watching. And I like the way that people talked about how it is so open. You don't have to feel like your neighbor down the hall or the competitor across the street is going to be there because you're traveling just a little bit, just far enough where you don't have those competitive factors and you can really be open and get a lot of knowledge coming back in your direction. Exactly. It's a wonderful event and I'm, I'm happy that I have the idea to take what I've been to before and expand towards for, for real estate investors. I'm really excited to, to put this together. I'm excited about the fact that Sherry Hill is going to be part of the program. I found Sherry Hill online several years ago because I was looking to set up some entities for, my, for different companies for my, my flipping business and my real estate holdings business. So I, I wanted to find somebody that I believed in and that could help me. She's actually set up some entities for me. She's only a phone call away. I've called her several times, and she's always got good answers. She's got good referrals for me. I needed a CPA, and she referred me to her personal CPA. So she goes the extra mile. I'm thrilled to have her come to this event because I know people that don't know who she is are in for a real treat. Absolutely. She's a wealth of knowledge. You know, they call her the wealth protection diva. She delivers. She, <laughs> she really gets it done. It's awesome. Sherry, we're, we're really excited to have you come and teach us some things here at the REI Bar Camp being held in San Ramon, California, August 29th at 10 o'clock in the morning and ending at 3 p.m. I can assure you, if you attend REI Bar Camp, you're going to learn at least three new things and probably meet your next joint venture partner. And the best part of REI Bar Camp, it's completely free. Our sponsors have taken care of everything, including lunch. Give us the best contact information. 
to register for the event, go to www.reibarcamp.com. www.reibarcamp.com. All right, we're going to put all that information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. That way people can find it easily. Okay, sounds great. Okay, thanks again, Bo, and we will talk to you later. All right, Mm -hmm. bye-bye. Bye. Many times, closing a real estate deal fast is the key to getting the great deal done. At Socotra Capital, we help you get the money fast. This is Dave Washburn, Vice President of Loans and Investments at Socotra Capital. We are a hard money lender for real estate transactions that need to close fast, way before banks or institutional financing can complete the deal. We're ready to talk to you about closing your transaction quickly, and we can get you the money fast. Visit www.socotracapitalnevada.com or call 775-420-4990 for a personal appointment. Thank you. Socotra Capital, Nevada is located at 298 Kingsbury Grade, Suite 1G, State Line, Nevada, 89449. David Washburn's NMLS agent number 51269, NMLS 331429, MLD 4075, Company NMLS number 1142425. Socotra Capital, Nevada, Incorporated. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for being with us today. We're having a great conversation about real estate and real estate for investors. When we talk about real estate and real estate for investors, it's not just about the property. It's not just about the interest rates. It's about how you're going to manage your business. Do you want to be a landlord and do you want to repair windows, doors, locks, toilets, roofs, whatever. I mean, that may be your passion. And if it is, being a real estate investor is a great way to exercise that passion. But I guarantee you, you'll be very busy. Most investors, however, what they do is they line up a team of experts. That way, when they need the roof repaired or the plumbing fixed, they can call that individual or that company, get it done quickly, efficiently, and before long, they're back to living their life, enjoying life, which is what you really should think about doing If you are becoming and growing your real estate business, it's a great way to generate income while others rent from you. We live in such a litigious society now. You are taking a fair amount of risk when you you just you know hire the kid down the street or or a a day laborer or you know an unlicensed person. That can really work against you if you happen to run into a kind of individual that is looking to take unfair advantage. The two gentlemen from Junk King with us today, Michael and Brian Cassidy. Brian, is that an assurance that your clients get that they don't have to worry about those kind of issues when you visit them and you take care of the removal of those items from their property? Yes, we are licensed and bonded. Guys that are fully insured, so they have nothing to worry about. And then we do it, like you all said, is it's just it's something that we'll take on. There's a lot of heavy things out there. TVs mm-hmm. are one of the heaviest things that we're picking up. So mm-hmm. the old, uh, Yeah, especially the old, the old oh, technology, yeah. right? Refrigerators. So you can save yourself and then hire us, and we'll do the heavy lifting. And mm-hmm. knowing that we're insured, if something happens, then there's yeah. no, no, nothing off their back. We were talking going into the break about your involvement in the community as well. You know, I, I would imagine that what you're really doing is you're keeping the Truckee Meadows cleaner and nicer. Is that something that you all are thinking about more when you are working in community involvement? Yes. Just a quick background. When I came into town, you know, one thing I want to do was jump into this community as best as I could. 
um, you know, we came from such a big town in Los Angeles that I wanted to be involved in any, any way I could. First started with the YPN, the Young Professionals Network for Reno Tahoe. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I chaired the board there, which is a community involvement, and we just work with various um, various uh, nonprofits in the area, helping them out with volunteers. One thing led to another, and then I'm on the Boys and Girls Young Leadership Committee, and then um, we also do, I'm also on the board for the USC, the college I went to, the Alumni Association, where we help kids from the Reno area get scholarships to go to USC is because it's not a very cheap institution to go to. Yeah, that's um, awesome. So those are the kind of things I'm passionate about personally, mm-hmm. but with through junking, what we can do is, we, like you said, is we can help clean up the neighborhood. Um mm-hmm. You know, I encourage my guys, if it's safe and they can pull over and, and pick up a mattress and our truck is empty, pick it up. You know, um, yeah. we know where to put it and take it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, it just kind of bothers me when people just discard stuff on the side of the freeway um, or the roadside or, or in their neighborhoods. Or so, anywhere, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, and it's not just my neighborhood, other people's neighborhood. If we can help keep it clean and we got the room in the truck, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got a lot of... The truck allows us to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we kind of got involved with keeping Trucking Meadows beautiful and have offered our services to them. Nice. Pretty much anybody in town that, you know, we, if we can help out and we have the time, then we want to be able to help and be a resource for them. Yeah, Northern Nevada, specifically Reno, sometimes has a little bit of a, of a negative image. Uh, maybe it's from years and years ago. Maybe it's from a particular part of downtown that still needs a little bit of cleanup. But regardless... You know, it, it's sometimes uncomfortable for me to hear from visitors or from people that have never been here about, oh, I wouldn't want to live there. I've heard it's really, uh, you know, really messy or, 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 you know, just not a very tidy place. But it really is changing. I think with more mentality like what you're bringing from junking in the general populace and with businesses, we'll all be encouraged to pick up a little piece of trash every day and make the place look better. And that's got to have a positive impact on the whole community and the value of homes, right? I mean, if the community looks better as a whole, that's got to be good for real estate. Please hang on. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back after this advertising message. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com, and that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E, H-U-L-B-E-R-T dot com or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Thank you. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. 
Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Peter Padilla here, and join my conversation with our in-studio guest, Alan Zane. Alan is the broker owner of Atlas Red Realty, and I love talking with our listeners across the state of Nevada about my favorite subject, real estate and real estate for investors. I mean, it is so much fun. It's kind of like talking to people about a savings account, right, or a piggy bank, because you're managing your money. You're protecting your money. You are planning for the future when you invest in real estate, probably more than ever, because you're not just buying something and putting it in a drawer. You are buying something that's going to actually continue to work. When you buy investment real estate, I believe that you're actually, essentially, going into business. You need to protect yourself, and you need to do that by talking with outstanding business experts in the area of real estate. These are the kinds of people that we bring to our show so that our listeners can take full advantage, and many times we connect great people together with our guests so that they can take it to the next level, finding a deal in real estate, closing the deal to extreme satisfaction. If you would like a referral or you just want to chat with me about your individual situation, call me at 775-223-3428. And, of course, you can connect with me through our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. Alan Zane is with us in the studio. Alan, I hope you're enjoying being on the radio show with us today. I am. Thank you. You and I have done a fair amount of real estate business in the last 10 years or so. And uh, I always like to talk to people about real-life stories because, you know, real-life stories help people make decisions, helps, you know, people think about how they would act in a similar situation. So without mentioning names and with your permission, I would like to talk a little bit about a transaction you and I closed a couple of years ago. Is that okay? Sure. All right. So I remember this deal. It was pretty big. I think the buyers were buying a home that was around a million dollars. That's right. For this home. And, of course, they had a lot of assets and capacity. You don't just buy a million-dollar home, right, unless you are somebody of worthiness. I mean, look, Lunchbox Joe probably is not going to buy a million-dollar home. Lunchbox Joe is probably going to buy a $250,000, $300,000 home, you know, maybe get some down payment assistance, maybe come in with a little bit of cash, uh, but do everything they can to, to get in and take advantage of the market. When you're buying a million-dollar home, you're probably dealing with more affluent individuals, maybe business owners, people that have complexities in their financial life. Well, there's a lot of people involved in a transaction. We, you know, we have inspectors, and we had to go through inspections, and then there were repairs needed to be, needed to be made. Uh, that all has to be vetted and, and and negotiated. And then you have title officers and all of you know all the issues that they have. And um, you know, as of August first, it's going it's to be a bit more complex, actually, with the new uh, CFPB rules that are coming mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, during this time that we were going through this, the lending laws were really very dynamic, almost where where they were still working out how how to get loans back to people. I don't know if you remember that or not, but it was it was tough. It was yeah. tough going that time, and you know, the buyers. I mean, I mainly just had to coach them into you know, staying calm. Keep on going. Stay on the path. We're going to be fine. We'll get through this. Yes, they're going to look for every piece of paper that that, that you need on your financial part. Mm-hmm. And at the end, you're going to have a nice loan, low interest rate on, and you're going to have a great house. And and we feel like we got it. We got to deal on that house as well. So yeah, sellers just like buyers have a real estate agent that works on their behalf. The thing I love about the real estate business and realtors is that you have to work together in harmony. 
in order to make things happen. It's not like getting an attorney in the sense that you're adversarial with the other side. You're actually trying to put all the parties together, make sure that the deal closes, and and a win-win situation. But I know sometimes, Alan, sometimes one of the agents, the selling agent in this case, can create some issues based on their own personal experiences with this transaction. So I'm just curious, in, in this one that we're talking about, do you know if the agent had a, the selling agent had another buyer lined up for the property ahead of time? I would never know if they had another buyer lined up for it. They don't really tell us that. I think that a lot of the issues were probably just because she had maybe gotten burned in the past. On another trip. And, you know, as an agent, you, you're, you're always, you know, watchful for whether you're going to be able to get the transaction close for your client because you're looking out for your client. Yeah. And so... I'm sure she she was trying to you know figure out in her head is this really going to happen is it not is it time to pull the plug yeah. I've had to pull the plug on a couple of transactions it's it's hard to figure out when that time is yeah but I will tell you this when it's time you know it yeah everybody works hard for their money and realtors work very hard for their money I think at this in this particular case I was the, the lender at the time and I think perhaps that she just didn't know enough about our lending process either I don't think she'd worked with our company before. And she was trying to figure out if we were going to come together as well. I remember having many conversations with her and explaining to her that the borrowers, yes, indeed, were fully qualified and that they they were fully ready to close this deal as soon as all of the background research was done on their other holdings. And that, unfortunately, does take time because you're at the mercy many times of public uh, companies or, or entities through the counties to get tax records and and, uh, and then, of course, the IRS is involved. Many people don't know that. But on a mortgage loan, the IRS is contacted because we need tax transcripts as a lender to verify income. And in today's highly regulated mortgage industry, a client providing your all their paperwork, taxes including, all the schedules, is still not quite enough. The feds want the banks to verify back with the feds that the documentation that the borrowers give to the lender is, in fact, correct. Believe it or not, there used to be fraud, Alan, in the mortgage business. Say it ain't so. <laughs> I can't. It used to be that way. <laughs> I find it hard to believe how any fraud could take place in the banking industry nowadays because of the complexities and the steps that you have to take, the minutia, the double-checking. But I'm sure that you know crooks are crooks for a reason. They're crafty, and they'll find ways but I'm so much more confident now when I know that clients are getting mortgages, buying homes, that they are really qualified and they're going to be able to make those payments. And you think about, from the perspective, banks, they're kind of like this huge ocean liner, yacht ocean liner. Uh-huh. And they know, we're turning right. Yeah. And they announce where they're going. And yet people are down in these little speedboats zipping around. Right. That's why fraud can exist. Yeah. You can't yeah. maneuver quickly enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's what kind of got us in this in, in this situation uh, where we eventually it, it collapsed. And uh, I, I think maybe, uh, you know, I don't know that they've solved all the problems with it, but they certainly spend an inordinate amount of time vetting everybody yeah. now. So Yeah, and money too. Maybe there was a lot of overcorrecting, but better that than being too lenient on the mortgage rules and regulations. We don't want to have another financial crisis again. But Alan, you're a fantastic realtor. You've done some great deals. I just love the way that I see you interacting with your clientele. I mean, they just absolutely love you, Alan. I feel like I was born to do this. 
If you're looking for a realtor that uh, you can just tell them, to, this is what I'm looking for, go get it, go fetch. Yeah. I'm the wrong realtor. Uh-huh. I said, I want to get to know you. I want to yeah. sit down and talk with you, figure out where you're going, where you want to go, and find something that will actually fit with you and your lifestyle and something that will help you build your portfolio. Mm-hmm. That's great. That uh, keeps a lot of buyer's remorse out of the picture, doesn't it? That's right. Happy clients don't sue. Yeah, you know it. Give us your contact information. 775-393-9639. That's Alan Zane at Atlas Red Realty. Alan, love your company. Hopefully you'll be coming back to chat with us again next week. I'll be back. You're tuned in to KFOI 1060 AM radio in Northern Nevada, and we are broadcasting Nevada Real Estate Radio. We're in our 10th year of broadcasting and enjoy helping thousands and thousands of people over the course of those years make great decisions in real estate and in mortgage and in other related areas of real estate. Many times people just need a home inspection. Many times they need just an appraisal or maybe some work on the roof or plumbing. We can help you there too. If you have questions about any detail on your home, purchasing, investing, or refinance, please call us anytime after the show so we can help you out. There's no cost for our consultation here at Nevada Real Estate Radio. Call 775-223-3428 and ask for me, Peter Padilla. With me in the studio today, I'm enjoying my conversation with outstanding guests. Brian Cassidy is with us. Also, Michael Cassidy. Both of these gentlemen are from Junk King. Welcome to the show, gents. I hope you're having a good time being on the show with us. Absolutely. It's been great. Yeah, thanks. Tesla is an amazing thing to to even imagine that, that we could be talking about for Northern Nevada five, six years ago when we were you know, struggling to figure out where we're going to go next as far as an economy. Now we have one of the biggest opportunities really in the world, right in our backyard. Uh, and, and we all talk about how this is going to bring other businesses and other opportunities to the area. Let's talk to our junking experts here. Did you gentlemen think about Tesla before you opened up this franchise here in northern Nevada? Was that on your minds about it all? Well, yeah, we'd, we'd heard about it. I mean, one of the keys to opening the franchise here, we are currently the smallest franchise the minimum population is usually a million, mm-hmm. and we're just we're I mean five hundred thousand, and we're just short of that. But we talked the the franchise or into letting us do this because mm-hmm. of the growth that is yeah. anticipated with potential. Tesla and the companies that that'll have to provide services to Tesla. Well, they're going to be too busy out there working to do their own cleanups, right? <laughs> well, and we're getting a lot of people moving in. So yeah. when they move in, uh-huh. they've got crates and boxes right. and things like that they want to get rid of, and yep. uh, and you know they want to get settled, so mm-hmm. they don't want to have to hassle going back and forth to the landfill or anything to get rid of it. So mm-hmm. uh, that's been a that's been a good source of business for us, especially for the, from the Bay Area. That's where we originated from yeah so yeah they, that's they nice source here mm-hmm. yeah that's very cool you know the uh the demands on the on the infrastructures in northern nevada not only on housing but roads water you know, utilities i mean you name it those are all gotta be huge issues for the people that are wanting to move here build homes buy homes one of the things that i've heard recently i've seen some data on is that all of the operations at the uh, Tahoe Industrial Center, specifically and especially Tesla, they're working hard on reclaiming water and reusing water three, four times as often as you would think a traditional business would use them. In fact, I I think it's going to be one of the great cornerstones of recycled water use in the world when this is all said and done. I've heard numerous people at functions and presentations by the officials from Story County talk about 
the growth coming, the demands, and how water really isn't an issue from their perspective now. They're so confident in the ability to recycle, plus the fact that, you know, it's not like they're making beer out there and they need a ton of water. <laughs> always challenges and always, you know, new questions when you've got a big operation moving in, like Tahoe Industrial Park, Tesla, Switch, all the companies out there. But like most Americans, I'm really optimistic about the future. And when I hear things like this, and, and it's so technology-driven, I suspect that the brain power behind Tesla and all the technology will help solve the problems as they come. You just have to get momentum. Gentlemen, we have to take one more break, but when we come back, it's our opportunity to chat with our listeners more about some of the opportunities that they should think about taking advantage of before we get too much further into the year. It's going to be cold soon. Can you believe it? It's hot right now, but I can just feel that cold weather coming. We'll be back after this. This is Brian Cassidy, Chief Operating Officer of Junk King in Reno, Nevada. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is a knowledgeable resource for our company when it comes to public relations. Thank you, Peter. So, you're thinking about buying investment real estate. Getting the right mortgage is a critical part of your decision. This is Lou Carr, Branch Manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be the best investment purchase you'll ever make. How do you go about it? First, get pre-approved with a mortgage lender like Summit Funding. Then, find the right property at the right price. Summit Funding is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit summitfunding.net slash L-C-A-R-R. That's S-U-M-M-I-T-F-U-N-D-I-N-G dot net forward slash L-C-A-R or call 775-626-0775 for personal service. This is Lou Carr from Summit Funding, NMLS number 258750. NMLS number 3199 and NMLS number 1042857. Thank you. Summit Funding Incorporated is located at 5931 Los Altos Parkway, Suite 105, Sparks, Nevada, 89436. And with us today via telephone is Bo Eckstein. And Bo is talking with us about a great event coming up in San Ramon, California, for real estate investors. It's called the REI Bar Camp. Welcome to the show, Bo. Thanks for having me, Peter. Hey, so you have been communicating with a great friend of ours here at Nevada Real Estate Radio, Sherry Hill, the host of the Sherry Hill Show, about this event coming up. This event is the first of its kind, but these bar camps have been done for other types of businesses, specifically realtors. Basically, bar camps started with the... uh the tech movement. Uh, a bunch of techies decided to, to put together what we call an unconference, which is more of a collaborative way. You know, too many people were sick and tired of going to the boot camps where they're just showing a PowerPoint presentation. This is a co- collaborative meeting where you get to pick your own topics. Mm-hmm. And so we, d- we do, we, we invite some leaders from the industry. Our event is geared around real estate investing, so we've invited some of the top real estate flippers and apartment investors that we know to come and lead discussions at the REI Park Camp. So what we're going to be talking about, what will be presented 
Bow, it should apply, I would think, beyond California, but really across the country. If anybody you know that is visiting or anybody wants to travel from out of state, principles can be used almost anywhere in the country. That's correct. We're going to be talking about entities. We're going to be talking about how to structure deals, private money deals, how to analyze apartment complex, how to analyze new construction, the best ways to put together joint venture deals. So all the topics that I personally and, and my fellow peers want to learn about, that's what we're going to talk about. And we're going to talk with people that are actually funding and, and doing deals in, in different markets, but mostly around the Bay Area, because that's where this first event is going to be held. It seems that the people that get education, that learn about the craft, learn about the business, well, they're inevitably much more successful down the road than if they just start jumping in with a little bit of advice from you know, friends or salespeople or the the web. I mean, this is a great way to truly be a successful investor, I would imagine, because you get the knowledge from the pros. Yeah, that's right. This is a free event. We actually have sponsorship from several different companies. We have lunch being offered as well. So here's an event that you don't have to pay thousands of dollars to go to. You get to network with like-minded investors, whether you're, you're a newbie or a very seasoned investor. You're going to get belly-to-belly with Everybody you'd want to talk to, maybe they'll be your future joint venture partner on a, on, a, on a rehab deal. There's tremendous opportunity. Everybody that comes to these events is in the sharing mode. They'll share with you. As they don't keep anything closed in. So you're going to learn some tips and tricks, and it'll be really a really good collaborative event. And I know they're going to get a lot out of it and want to come to the next one. I think this is a great way to separate yourself from the competition, from the pack of other investors maybe that are in your market locally. In fact, I was watching some of your video up on YouTube. You've got a great example of some of the bar camps that have been done in the past for realtors is the one that I was watching. And I like the way that people talked about how it is so open. You don't have to feel like your neighbor down the hall or the competitor across the street is going to be there because you're traveling just a little bit, just far enough where you don't have those competitive factors and you can really be open and get a lot of knowledge coming back in your direction. Exactly. It's a wonderful event, and I'm, I'm happy that I have the idea to take what I've been to before and expand towards for, for real estate investors. I'm really excited to, to put this together. I'm excited about the fact that Sherry Hill is going to be part of the program. I found Sherry Hill online several years ago because I was looking to set up some entities for, my, for different companies for my, my flipping business and my real estate holdings business. So I, I wanted to find somebody that I believed in and that could help me. She's actually set up some entities for me. She's only a phone call away. I've called her several times, and she's always got good answers. She's got good referrals for me. I needed a CPA, and she referred me her personal CPA. So she goes the extra mile. I'm thrilled to have her come to this event because I know people that don't know who she is are in for a real treat. Absolutely. She's a wealth of knowledge. You know, they call her the wealth protection diva. She delivers. She <laughs> she really gets it done. It's awesome. Sherry, we're, we're really excited to have you come and teach us some things here at the REI Bar Camp being held in San Ramon, California, August 29th at 10 o'clock in the morning and ending at 3 p.m. I can assure you, if you attend REI Bar Camp, you're going to learn at least three new things and probably meet your next joint venture partner. And the best part of REI Bar Camp, it's completely free. Our sponsors have taken care of everything, including lunch. Give us the best contact information. 
To register for the event, go to www.reibarcamp.com. www.reibarcamp.com. All right, we're going to put all that information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. That way people can find it easily. Okay, sounds great. Okay, thanks again, Bo, and we will talk to you later. All right, Mm -hmm. bye-bye. Bye. This is Michael Cassidy, CEO of Junk King in Reno, Nevada. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is very important to us because of the public relations expertise that he brings to our firm and our community. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla, and I'm pleased that you're joining us today as we discuss opportunities in the business of real estate and real estate for investors. You know, many times people start out as a real estate investor and they don't even know it. What are they doing? Well, they're buying their primary residence. You see, buying a primary residence is a great way to start out being an investor. You own that first property. You get a beneficial interest rate because you buy it as as a primary residence. If you live in that primary residence for a year or more, you could now rent that home out to somebody new. You still keep your low interest rates on your mortgage that you purchased that home with. And then you can go out and shop for another home that's your new primary residence. And guess what? you still get the same opportunity to get the lowest interest rates available from lending institutions because the primary residence buyer is really the best kind of borrower. So many people structure their investments so that they buy a new investment home technically every year or a couple of years, and you always get it with the best terms. That's the best way to buy anything is with your terms. When you're dealing with banks many times nowadays, it's going to take 30 to 45 days to close on your mortgage. If you're well qualified, you've got everything in order, maybe a little bit faster, but again, 30 to 45 days is pretty standard. Unfortunately, many sellers need the money fast. For whatever reason, closing quickly is the most important part of their whole idea of selling their real estate. So what do you do? You've got the capacity, you just don't have the cash right now. I recommend that you talk to our friend at Socotra Capital. His name is David Washburn, and David is a hard money lender. Hard money lending is not as hard as you think. It's not like you're borrowing money from some guy in a back alley. No, today's hard money lenders are, in fact, managed by the mortgage lending division in Nevada. They have to take the same licensing and testing to make sure that they're complying with all of the government regulation and getting mortgages and treating borrowers properly. If you are thinking about buying investment property and you can't come up with all the cash right away and that's the key to pulling the trigger, call Dave Washburn at Socotra Capital. You can reach Dave at 775-420-4990. All of Dave's information about Socotra Capital and hard money lenders is available at our website. Nevada Real Estate Radio.com. I'm enjoying my conversation today with outstanding guests in the studio. We have two gentlemen from the Junk King franchise system in northern Nevada. You guys haul, haul rubbish, right? You clean things up. It's great to have you both here today. Michael, tell us a little bit about your background uh, prior to starting with Junk King yourself. Well, I spent 37 years in the employee benefit consulting business in Los Angeles. I was mm-hmm. with a large corporate firm out of New York for quite some time, and Mm -hmm. then I had my own agency for 10 years that I ultimately sold to Wells Fargo. Moved out to the desert and Mm -hmm. took up the 
golf a little more seriously and wasn't getting any better. So, uh, and, and Brian just kind of introduced me to Reno, and I just fell in love with it and thought that he and I could find a way to, to be here and help the community, and, and, and he'd be in a position to raise his son in a better environment than, than what was going on in Southern California anyhow. So it's, it's working out really, really well. We're having a great time. We talk with a lot of uh, business owners and, of course, real estate investors here where I interact with Sherry Hill from Sage International. So it's always exciting to talk to people that launch and start businesses. What you're doing now at Junking is totally different from the work that you used to do before that. Was that something you were specifically looking at, something that would be so different? Uh, I mean, there's not a lot of paperwork in this kind of thing that I wouldn't think of. Is it really as different as it sounds like from what you used to do? Well, it, it, yeah, it's completely different. You know, I mean, you're still in the service business, which yeah. is what I was doing for 37 years. But uh, the thing that really attracted me to, to, to Junking is it's scalable. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, as as the community grows, uh, we'll get more trucks and mm-hmm. our, our, our business will grow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then the other aspect of it that really appealed to me was the, the recycling and, and mm-hmm. helping to put back more into the community in terms of, of help and and, and be a significant part of the community growing and and and, and prospering. Uh, for example, we, I guess, property managers and real estate agents are probably our biggest source of business. And so, what we do uh, franchise wide is, if uh, someone is cleaning up their house and, and wants cabinets or anything like that ripped out, and we take it away, mm-hmm. uh, we won't bill them until their escrow closes. Mm-hmm. If, oh, if nice. they're doing that to, to rebuild, you what know, you we just put that payment in the in the escrow payment, and so it gives them a little bit of cash for an extra forty five days, maybe. As you explained earlier. So it's just one of the things that we do to try and help them and, and grow their business as well. Uh, you know, when I was a lender, there's a lot of services that we need done before the deal closes or we can't close. And yet most people are hesitant to pay for it out of their own pocket because it was, they say, what if it won't close? So you're willing to take a, a chance when you need to to do that, to take your payment out of escrow. It's nice to know that you've got that attitude about working with realtors and real estate transactions, Michael, because they're tough. They absolutely are tough mm-hmm. to get done. There's so much minutiae. But I, like you, I think if I trust somebody, if I believe in them and they tell me this deal is going to close, you know, I'm willing to give them that, uh, that opportunity to work with us, even if we have to wait on payment for just a little while. And they appreciate that. And, and that's how you build a, a great relationship and a following is when you are willing to work with people to help them accomplish their goals. That's great that you do that. Let me ask you about the family relationship. You know, I, I think most people like to work with organizations or entities that are family-run because you have a you have a little bit of reassurance there. You know, it's kind of like I'm going to a, an auto mechanic now to work on my car, and it's a family-run operation. Dad's there, the son's there, grandpa's there, the wife's there. It's almost like if they don't treat me right on any particular instance, I'll say – Hey, I want this done right, or I'll talk to your dad. You know, and and nobody wants to hear that, right? <laughs> but I mean, let's face it: when you have a family operation, I think there's a there's a higher level of trust. We say to our listeners, always deal with somebody that you know, like, and trust. It's got to be a big factor in your thoughts about how you would do your business, Michael. Well, exactly, and and you know our our reputation, our family name mm-hmm. is at stake. You know, yeah. when you, I mean, it's called Junking, but you know. Uh, Brian and I own it and run it, so you know it comes down to us. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of flexibility in that because we can we can make our own deals. We yep. get to make our own decisions. Um, 
Brian won't let me go in the truck anymore. I miss that. But, uh, <laughs> I fired him. <laughs> <laughs> I think you want all the fun. That's what I mean. <laughs> well, he's operating officer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he wants it to operate. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's and it's great to it's great for me to have an opportunity to be close to my son again. Because, oh yeah, uh, that's uh, what a wonderful and to be feeling with his grandchild and his wife. It's really been terrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet the family does enjoy that here. Uh, let's talk about a little bit more about some of the organizations and entities that you work. We talked about Boys and Girls Club is one of them. Truckee Meadows, Keep Truckee Meadows Beautiful. Uh, it seems to me like sometimes when I go camping, well, I go a lot when I go camping, I always f- pick up extra trash, you know. And I, I, I guess I've just kind of learned over the years that one of the things I can do to give back a little bit is to pick up a little bit. I always pick up more trash than what I make on my own. I think if we all had that kind of an attitude or feeling in general, we'd have a very clean community, a very clean country. I don't think enough people think about the cleanliness and the tidiness of our country. That's one of the things I'm really proud of in America is that when I travel around the world, in most cases, I see America as a tidier, cleaner place. But there are still some some eyesores out there, and, and I'm always encouraging people to think about those things. Do you have anything going? Are you thinking about that yourself when you're out and about you're working? How can we make our whole community cleaner? What are some of the things you might be thinking or doing? You were talking about when you see you're driving around in a truck sometimes and you happen to see something on the side of the road. Yeah, that's I mean, that's the littlest way we can give back is just, you know, if anything is discarded on the side of the road, that's our best way to help. You know, we don't have any any grand ideas right now but the little it makes us feel good you mm-hmm. know everybody talks about karma but uh it always makes us feel good makes me feel good that i have this large truck and mm-hmm. it's empty at the time i can i can pick that up and i have the muscle in the truck and you know we can go and lift it and get it in there mm-hmm. otherwise we're gonna just keep driving by it driving by it and everybody drives by it and says the same thing it's gosh darn who put that there you know mm-hmm. and but nobody's gonna pick it up and then they're gonna rely on the city and the City's busy, so that's a one way of us doing it. Nobody's got to call us. We'll just, you know, if we see it, then we'll pick it up, and it's safe mm-hmm. for my guys to pick it up. We can do that. Um, I like a clean city just as much as you do. Yeah. Um, and I've seen some real bad eyesores, and I don't like it. Uh, yeah. You know, I can't stand graffiti, um, and I can't stand trash on the side of the road. It's just this is our town, so we should take care of it. Yeah, that's so, nice. Yeah. And the river, the river too. I mean, I go down there all the time. We go. We've all been down by the river, and. It's sad that just people live down there. It's just like, you know, that's why, you know, keeping Trucking Meadows beautiful is a great institution because they, they help out, but they need more help. And uh, mm-hmm. it just takes us that walk down there just to do our part and just pick up the trash. Yeah. Do you think that today's young people are really taught about the importance of keeping things clean and keeping things neat and taking pride in the community? Is that something that maybe we should focus on more here at our radio show is, is communicating with the younger people? Yeah, I think so. I just don't know. <laughs> I don't know how yet. You know, we've hired a couple kids from UNR that have come out, and they've been fantastic kids. I don't know the answer to that. How, well, that's how, a, maybe something that we'll work on collectively. Yeah, you know, absolutely. To build that awareness because I, I love it when people come to visit me and they say, well, Reno is so much nicer than I thought it was. Right. And I hear that when people do come here for the first time, and I love that. I feel really good about being here, and, and I think we're, we're making some good progress. Your company is certainly a – uh, going to help it take a bigger step now with all the great work that you're doing and expanding. And I'd like you to, again, give us our your, our listeners an opportunity to get, reach out to you if they want to call you at Junking. What's the best way? Best way is to call 888-888-JUNK. 
um, or you can go online at junk-king.com forward slash Reno, and then that's our website, and you can book appointments there. Got it. Yep. Now we'll put that on our website so we can help people guide the, guide them in, uh, over in your direction. I, I know you're going to make Reno even more beautiful than it is today. Thank you. Thanks for being with us today, Brian. Thank you. Michael Cassidy's also been with us. You guys are here, father-son team. It's been great to have you here as well. Any final thoughts for our listeners, Mike? Yeah, I'd just like to say if there's any nonprofit organization out there that, you know, has a need for our services or could just, you know, use our truck or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, please get in touch with us because we're, we're anxious to help them out in any way that we can. That's very generous, and we will put your information on our website too, and, and I'm sure you're going to be hearing from some of our listeners or people that are referred by some of our listeners. Thanks for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you. I'd also like our listeners to know that every now and then we get a visit from our real estate attorney expert, John Sandberg, comes to talk to us. And John is with Wolf Rifkin, Shapiro, Shulman, and Rabkin. He wanted to be here with us today, but he had to cancel out at the last minute. He's got a big case he's trying to close. However, he wanted to make sure that I said hello to our in-studio guests and all of our listeners. If you have any questions, legal questions, about real estate or real estate for investment, we encourage you to visit with John Sandberg. He's an attorney at law. Wolf, Rifkin, Shapiro, Shulman, and Rapkin will have his information on our website too, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your loved ones we're on next week. Same time, same station. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.